here to start off before we get into any lesson, any teaching and stuff. Um, you guys know my heart. You're not here to hear from me. You're not here to hear from anyone else. We're really here to encounter God. And so everything we do, we want to press cause and create an atmosphere where people can experience and experience God, have a relationship with God. Um, so, sometimes people have, have a hard time connecting with Him. We want to make it easy for people. So there's something we've been doing the last couple of weeks, and, and basically we're just asking you to, to close everything out right now, and I want you just to, to go with God, just to go where He is. And I want you to think about Him the way you know Him, the things He's done for you. Um, for me, I think of His faithfulness. That's just my testimony and the things God's done for me. First thing, if you're going to ask me to describe God, I'm going to say he's faithful. That just comes to mind. And, and so I want us to focus on whatever that attribute that means the most to you. Focus on it, and then we're, we're going to ask God to, to release that part of himself in this room so that we can all get to know him like that. And it's just something we just want to try to do. We want his presence to come, so let's just do that. Just talk to him and love on him. <laughs> Lord, I love you because you're faithful. <laughs> Lord, you're faithful. Show your faithfulness. I kind of want to do this different. How many here, you need, you need God to show himself faithful in, in a situation right now. You have something going on, and you need to see the faithfulness of God move in your life. Just lift your hand right where you're at, and we're just going to pray for you that, that God will release faithfulness. Amen. Amen. A couple of, Lord, we just ask that you would send your faithfulness, send your persistence into their life, Lord. I ask that you would answer them, that you would show them great and mighty things. I ask that you would release to them the inheritance that you provided at the cross. Lord, I ask that you would release to them everything that you desire to give them. I ask that any obstacle that's been there that's kept them from what you want them to have will be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask that your faithfulness would become their testimony in life, Lord. Jesus' name. Uh, someone else, what's a word you think of when you think of God? It's just something that comes to you. It's your thing. Um, his love. Who needs to experience God's love in here? You're having a rough time. I, I just want to. I don't need to. I just want to. Yeah? I'll sign up for that. So let's just ask, ask his love to come. Lord, we ask that you would send your love. Send your presence in this room. Let us to know your love. Uh-huh. Love is patient. Love is kind. It's not rude. It's not self-seeking. It keeps no records of wrongs. <laughs> Lord, we ask that you would help us to know you as love. Help us to know you as true and pure love. I ask that you would overwhelm us with love tonight, God. What manner of love is the Father lavished on us that we should be called children of God? And that is who we are. <laughs> and God demonstrates his own love for us and that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. Greater love has no man than this, that he would lay down his life for a friend. Oh, Jesus. Thank you for your love. Hmm. Someone else, a word. 
He doesn't slumber or sleep. He's, he's aware of us. He, he cares about our life. Who, who here needs to know that? Maybe you feel like God's forgotten you or there's a, a thing going on. Maybe it's just a specific area of your life that you're like, well, God, you're so good in all these other areas, but you've forgotten this place in me. Does anyone feel like that? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so let's release that scripture that says, if you wait on the Lord, you renew your strength. You will mount up with wings like eagles. Let's just pray. How about everybody just pray for us that our youth will be renewed like the eagles. Yeah. Lord, let our youth and our strength be renewed like the eagles. Lord, I ask that, that physical weariness and tiredness will not keep us from doing what we need to do. I ask that we will not become tired or become weary in doing what's good. That in due season, if we don't quit, if we don't faint, we will reap the harvest that you said we could have. Father, we release the relentlessness that you have, that bulldog attitude that you have where you never get tired, you never grow weary. Lord, I ask that you would release that up on us, Lord. Help us to have that kind of work ethic. Lord, I, I ask for me. Give me that kind of work ethic, Lord. Amen. One more thing. When you think of God. Intimacy. Fully knowing Him. Did you know that God, like, really wants you to know Him in the fullness of who He is? Like, He's not satisfied with you knowing just parts of His personality. He wants you to know everything there is to know about him. Like, that blows my mind. He's God, and yet he wants me to know everything there is to know about him. And you said the word intimacy, and I, I love it. Into me you see. And it's just he wants us to see him, to know him. He doesn't hide himself from us. He doesn't withhold himself from us. And so uh, let's just ask that we would all come to know him better, that he would reveal himself to us and that we would see him. Uh, Lord, I ask that you would lift the veil of revelation in our lives, Lord. I ask that you would lift the veil and show us what's been there all along. <laughs> I ask that you would make us aware. Father, I ask that you would make us like the, the servant that looked out and, and saw the, the armies of the Lord and said that those that are for us are more than those that are against us. Lord, help us to see what's here all along, what was here all along. God, I ask that you would release the spirit of revelation in this house where we would begin to know you in intimacy. Well, we'll begin to know you as, as John 15 says, that we abide in you and you abide in us. Teach us what that scripture means. Teach us what it means to be in covenant with you. Oh, yes, Lord. I had a great conversation with my brother-in-law today. He's, he's just a great man of God. and I, We both love talking to each other because we challenge each other in completely different ways. And, and uh, as we were talking today, um, I w we were getting into this discussion of of, uh, he says he wants to be, <laughs> both his parents have known God before, and his, his mom and dad have been divorced, and his mom's been divorced like six times, married six or seven times, and his dad's been divorced and remarried three or four times, and just really bad family dynamic, and all that's happened within the last 20 years that I've known him, because um, when we met him, his mom and dad were married, so in those 20 years, it's just been chaos for him. And they knew God, and they, they walked with God, but they've walked away from how they knew Him. And he says, I want to be the first person in my family that lived for Him my whole life. You know, that they didn't just know Him for a season. They didn't just, 
burn for him at a youth camp somewhere or you know, a period of my life where I was desperate, so I had to pursue God. He said, I want to live for him, burn for him all my life. And I said, that's it, Kyle. Just that we say that final yes. You know, I look back through my life, and I've said yes to the Lord hundreds and thousands of times. How many can say that we've said yes to him over and over again? But something happened uh, in the last few years, this journey that my wife and I have been on, where I said my final yes. It's like, Lord, it's not a question anymore whether or not I'm going to do what you tell me to do. It's, it's not up for debate. I don't even need to know. <laughs> it's, it's my final yes. I belong to you. I'm yours. There's, there's no going back. Um, and, and for me, that was a big deal. Um, we like to have our, our independent moments. We like to have our opportunities to pursue our own things, our own dreams. I was one of those very... Uh, very um, I was very initiative-driven. I had a lot of things that I wanted to accomplish. And if you do that outside of God, it's a very ugly thing. And uh, so just being able to tell God, you're in the driver's seat. The Lord wants us to have that final yes, where the issue is resolved. That as for me and my house, we'll serve the Lord. And, and I feel like as, as, if, as we started, my wife and I have started a family, that by she and I saying, this is it, we say yes to whatever he says, our hearts say yes on it before he even asks us what to do, that we're committing our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren to a legacy of just saying yes, that they're going to be born, that, that whatever we get to, and you've heard us say this comment so many times, but whatever our ceiling becomes, becomes their floor. I mean, literally, that's our heart's desire. And that whatever Josiah, Matthias, whatever they accomplish in life, and however they come to know God in ways greater than I ever knew him, that their children are going to take that, and that's going to be where they start. Can you imagine what our kids are going to experience if we push the bar up so high and we give them what's necessary to equip them to take the bar higher for their children? What this earth is going to look like in 100 years of people that decide to turn their hearts toward the Lord? And it only takes just a few people. It doesn't take millions of people to turn God. It doesn't, he just looks for one man, looks for one woman to say, you know what, I'm all in. Oh, I, I remember we named our child Josiah specifically um, because of the story in the Bible. I, I fell in love with the story. I mean, this kid's eight years old when he becomes the king. He's handed the keys to a kingdom at eight years old. I mean, most of us couldn't handle that at 48, 58 years old, and eight years old. And not only that, it was one of the most wicked kingdoms around. And he was not raised in a godly household. And one day his men were cleaning out some of the temples that had been they were set up aside for Jehovah, for worship, and now they've been turned into all kinds of crazy stuff. And one day they're in there, and it's in ruins, and they're cleaning out one of the temples, and they find a scroll. And they don't know what it is. They don't recognize it, and they pull the scroll out, and they dust it off, and they read the scroll to Josiah, King Josiah, young little boy. And it's the law of Moses, and it's, the, it's, the, it's God's commandments, and it's God's covenant with man, with Abraham. And without ever knowing God, without ever having a relationship, the Bible says that King Josiah fell on his face and tore his clothes and repented to God the first time he heard the word. And he says, all right, from this point forward, this kingdom that I am over will serve this God that's in this scroll. That He didn't even know him. And so he created this whole transformation and a whole kingdom by one time hearing the, the, the word of the Lord as a little boy. He tears down the high places, tears down the altars of idol worship, and creates a place for God, and creates a nation that became holy. 
just by hearing and, and, and responding one time. You know, you know that, that, that term, he initiates, we respond. It's the key to everything. If, if you and I can get this, <clears throat> in our, in our every, it will fix every issue of our life. If God's initiating us, and if we can learn to hear him and learn to do whatever he tells us, we will not fail or, or stumble or fall in anything that we do. Do you guys believe that? And it's just tuning our ears to him and making ourselves learn to obey. What's the old song? Trust and obey. There's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Um, God has full confidence in you guys and in all of us. Uh, I love the scripture. It, you know, it says, if you seek me, you will find me. When you seek me with all your heart. And then he ends it. And he's like, I will be found by you. So he's like giving us an invitation. He's like, hey, if you'll come seek me, you'll find me. With all your heart. If you'll seek me, you'll find me. He goes, but I want you to know already that I've determined and I know you will find me. I know you. I know what kind of person you are. You're going to find me. God has such great confidence in us. And so I just want to pray into this moment. It has zero to do with what the lesson is for tonight. But maybe this is all we're going to do. And just pray into this. That, that we put that final yes on our heart. That we make a determination for our family lineage. That we create a legacy. Um, for me, I'm fifth, fifth generation pastor. Everyone in my family is in the ministry, it seems like. Uh, we had a, a family reunion type thing. Um, a couple weeks ago for my papa and granny's 60th um, wedding anniversary. And they're still pastoring in a church, you know. And, and they've been, they're like almost ready to quit this earth, period. And they're still pastoring. I mean, really, they are. They're like, they're tired. And, and they're like, you know what? We can't quit pastoring in this small town because if we don't, we don't pastor there, there's not another pastor. We don't know if there will be anyone else to do it. So how can we not do this? I mean, this is what, I, what I'm born into. And it's not enough for me. I want even more. I want even more. I want even more. I want my kids to have even more. I don't want it to stop with me. <laughs> you know, I had other things I wanted to do. I wanted to do my own thing. And because I was the firstborn in, in, in our family, I, it doesn't matter. I don't have a choice, apparently. You're going to be in the ministry. Yet my sister's in ministry. My brother's in ministry. And so I'm praying that both of my kids, we're already doing things for our kids at six years old and three years old. We've already kind of determined their 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 um their skill set <laughs> you know you, you guys been around josiah at all he's so sweet he's he's got that pastor's type part matthias has got the i guess the prophetic i don't care i'll i'll i'll, I'll be harsh and and he's kind of a bull in the china closet kind of so he may be like a worship leader or some kind of prophetic kind of thing i don't know so we are purposely doing things in our home to strengthen those callings that we already see in our kids because we want to set them up to succeed and every one of us here I, um, I know some of, some of our husbands and our men are in other places doing stuff right now. But wives, you and your husband can create something in your family and a lineage and a history that, that, that's like one for the history books. I mean, literally, like a, a story that you, your grandkids can sit around and say, I don't know what happened, but, but Grandma Jill did something and she made a decision somewhere. And they just remember what you chose to do and the life that you chose to live. And they may know your whole family history and, and say, well, it was crazy here and crazy there. But Jill stood up and says, you know what? I'm going to shift my whole family. I'm going to change the whole history of my family's name. And they're going to be talking about you 50 years, 100 years from now on how awesome it was that Jill made a decision to change the, the, the direction of the family. And every one of us can do that. Every one of us can do it. And all it is is just saying yes. Like, you don't have to have all the answers. 
nothing, just saying yes. And so I just want us to pray into this. Uh, uh, Lord, <laughs> why don't you just pray? Pray for your, if you're here with your spouse or your, someone in your family, just pray as a family right here where you're at. If, if your family's not here, go there with them as you pray. <laughs> so, Lord, we just love you. We thank you because you've called us to this wonderful family. And I thank you because you've given us the opportunity to be sons and daughters, and you gave us the opportunity to sit with you in heavenly places. And you gave all power and authority to us to trample on snakes and scorpions, to overcome all the power of the enemy, to create a positive legacy on this earth, to make our footprints count for something, to make the words that we, that we spoke and the, the songs that we sang or the, the jobs that we worked at made it count for something, Lord. And tonight, we want to say yes to this. We want to embrace this opportunity that's here at, at, right in front of us. This opportunity to, to sow into legacy. This opportunity to, to shift our family's focus from inferior things to, to the things that are superior. From earthly things to things that are kingdom. Father, I ask that you would help us to begin to see things with a, a long-term kingdom perspective. I ask that we would begin to make daily decisions with the future in mind. I ask that every man in this room would make decisions with their children's future in mind. I ask that every mom would make decisions with their children's future in mind. I ask that we would create a platform that we would shift the tide of, of injustice and unrighteousness in our world and that we'll do it through the family, through the most beautiful thing you created, the family. Lord, I ask that you would help us to begin to shift things through family, God. I ask that you would help us to be obedient. And, and again, I don't think that you can just pour obedience in us. I think we just have to do it. But I ask that you would be with us and teach us obedience. Hmm. Why don't you just love on him, yeah? <coughs> Jesus, we love you. Jesus, we love you. Lord, I give you my heart, I give you my soul, I live for you alone. Every breath that I take, every moment I'm away, Lord, have your way in me. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul, I live for you alone, every breath that I take, every moment I'm awake, Lord have your way in me.
anyone here, you want a, a shift in your family. It's not saying that it's bad, but you want to take it to the next level. I want you to just stand right where you're at. We're just going to pray into this. Again, this isn't even what we planted. There was something in this room and in the, in the atmosphere today about this family thing. I, I, I don't make any apologies. This is what it's all about. If the family unit can be healthy and whole, the church can be healthy. The church and the family can be healthy. Our whole community can be healthy. It starts with the family. It doesn't start with the church. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Why don't you just pray for one another right where you're at. Just, God, we just love you. We love our families. We love what you're doing in our church. We love because you've called us into this, Lord, this pursuit of healthy and whole families. God, I, I, I love the response from each of these that say we want to shift in our family. We want things to change. And God, we speak that tonight's a new night. We declare that this is a new season. Lord, that this is a new season of fruitfulness, that they will enter into a greenhouse type um, uh, atmosphere in their family where it's a perfect temperature, where the atmosphere is perfect for continual growth, and that everything that they touch begins to prosper. We release that over our families right now in Jesus' name. Lord, that there won't be rainy seasons and dry seasons, but we speak for it to be a greenhouse type where the mist is consistent and steady. Lord, and we release that in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray that every word that you've placed inside of them through the years and through the ages will be activated right now. Words that's been dormant, word that has sat silent and quiet. Lord, your word cannot return to you void, but sometimes it stays inactive. Well, now it's time to activate these words inside of people. We release the prophetic declarations over families. We release the testimony of Jesus that's been over their life that is the spirit of prophecy tonight. We release the promises that you have given us. Many of them promises when they were young, promises when they, when they were, weren't even married, things that you gave them, things that you said to them, Lord. We ask that you would revive and release those things now, that this is the season for those things to come to pass. We, we declare that their whole household will be saved in Jesus' name. We declare that no harm will come to their door, doorposts. We declare that whatever the, the locusts have stolen and the worms have stolen, that you will repay them for those things, Father. We ask for divine justice over our families. Lord, we ask for peace to come into the homes in Jesus' name. Lord, we declare peace over every home here, that striving would cease in Jesus' name, that misunderstanding would go in Jesus' name. Lord, that choosing sides would no longer be the way we do business. Lord, I ask that there will be har harmony in the home in Jesus' name. Harmony. That, oh. Yep. Oh, Jesus. We release forgiveness and healing in Jesus' name. We release unity in the homes in Jesus' name. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, we release laughter in the house. May the joy of the Lord be our strength in the home. Restore to us the joy of our salvation. Restore the joy of our salvation. Yes, Lord. Yeah. Wake us up in the middle of night with laughter, God. <laughs> Lord, our sons will be called Isaac, which means he laughs. <laughs> in Jesus' name. Oh, prophetically, we say yes to that. Lord, that the sons and daughters that we birth, Lord, would be called Isaacs. They laugh. Oh, yes, Lord. We release the joy of the Lord. We restore oil of gladness for mourning. Peace for despair. Oh. This is the favorable year of the Lord. This is the year of the Lord's favor.
yeah. Oh, oh, he's here. Just grab him. Take hold of him now. We say yes to you. We partner with what you're doing. We partner with your, what you're saying now. We recognize it as the voice of the Lord, and we say yes. Let it be so, Lord. You're the yes. We're the amen. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Hmm. We break off fear in Jesus' name. We pray that perfect love would drive out all fear right now in Jesus' name. There is no fear in love. There is no fear in love. Baptize our homes in love, Lord. Oh, Jesus. We rebuke the fogginess that comes over our minds at times. It keeps us from seeing what's clear and keeps us from seeing what's ahead. It causes us to make mistakes just simply because there was a fog. We say no more fog. May the light of of his presence light the path for us. He will keep our feet from stumbling. (laughs) He will keep our feet from stumbling. He will command our footsteps. (laughs) We declare supernatural things to begin to happen in our homes. May our children begin to see Jesus. May they begin to see angels, Lord. May they begin to experience the supernatural in our homes. May they begin to have prophetic dreams that astound us as parents. We speak that over our kids now, Lord, that they will begin to take hold of heaven in a way we don't even know of with their childlike faith and that they'll teach us how to be like children again, Lord. We declare that over our families. We declare over our young people that they will not be swayed into the, the, the cult of, uh, what's the word, pop culture, Lord. Our children belong to you, Lord. Our teenagers belong to you. We will not let their voice become silenced with the masses, but they will begin to speak clearly and loudly for righteousness. Even now, as our young people are meeting, Lord, I ask that you begin to raise up their voice. I ask that they'll begin to rise up with a voice in Jesus' name, like a voice like a lion. May the sword of the Lord be in their mouth, Lord. I ask that you'd give them character and integrity beyond their years, Lord. Over our young people, Lord, I say what Jake Hamilton says in his his song. Someone in this generation is going to make a noise that shakes a nation. (laughs) We release that. We pray that that comes out of our children, a noise that shakes the nations. Hmm, Yes, Lord. Father, we speak over our marriages. I ask that they will be everything that you want them to be. I ask that they will be beyond our wildest imaginations. I ask that you'd give us supernatural intimacy in our marriages, Lord. Supernatural communication skills. If you want that, just declare it for your marriage. Right now, I know you're about to get married. We say that same for Ashley and Hank. We declare supernatural marriages in Jesus' name. That they won't be cliche. 
that the, the funny jokes that society has about marriages will not apply to us because we have a supernatural marriage, that we can begin to shift the trends and what it's supposed to be like, that, that the Christian church, that marriage inside of the Christian definition of marriage will be the coolest type of marriage there is. We release that on the planet, that we'll have the most fun, that we'll have the greatest relationships, that we'll have the longest lasting relationships, that the divorce rates will cease in the church, Lord, that you would heal those that have been through it, and that they won't look back anymore, they just start a new day. It's over, and we release that over the church body. No guilt, no shame, it's just a new season. We ask that there will be a revolution in the church, Lord, in marriage. Don't disconnect. Just connect to them and stay connected. We release healing in the room now, Lord. Jesus. Emotional healing. Physical healing. Just ask him to breathe on you.
I think of your goodness and all you've done for me makes me alive inside. The greatest love there could ever be was poured out on me. It makes me alive inside. Jesus, Jesus, the most beautiful name I know. Jesus, Jesus, the most precious name I know. And when I think of your goodness and all you've done for me, it makes me alive inside. The greatest love there could ever be was poured out on me. It makes me alive inside. Jesus, Jesus, the most beautiful name I know. Jesus, Jesus, the most precious Name I know. He's speaking to us to come alive. good if you're if you're with him d- don't listen to me just stay there with him <laughs> thank you Your homework is to prophesy all those things we prayed over your family. Declare them. Change your language. Change your conversations. Speak life and not death, yeah? Anybody thinking anything? You got something going on you want to say? Something quick? Ashley, what are you thinking? Good. 
Can these bones live again? Only you know, Lord. We'll prophesy over them. Speak to the four winds. Oh, yeah. Let's just do that. We, we speak to the winds, Lord. Send life. Bring things, uh, divine alignment, Lord. Bring things to where they're supposed to be. I, I sense this is the season you're doing that, specifically in this church, that you're bringing uh, divine alignments and, and um, uh, partnerships, and you're bringing connections. I ask you to do it in our families, too. Uh, bring new relationships or, or revive older relationships. Whatever brings life into our family, we want that, Lord. So I ask that you would just begin to position us where we need to. We speak to the winds of the north, the south, the east, the west, to, to begin to blow life. Yeah. Matt, you thinking anything? That's good. I always want to ask you. I always want to know what Matt's thinking. <laughs> oh. Well, it's been a different night. It's been a good night. Um. <clears throat> I want to finish with this thought, okay? God is speaking, you guys heard, heard me speak on this a while back, but I want to remind us of it. He speaks to the emerging person that's inside of us, that he's, um, he doesn't deal with us from our present past, or from our past to present, he deals future present, which means whenever we go through issues, when things are going on, he's not holding what we did over here over our head in the present. He sees who we are in the future, and he brings that into focus into where we are now. So when he corrects, when he brings discipline, when he highlights things in our life, it's never to punish the old person, it's to prophesy the new person. He just gives life to stuff, that's just how he works. Um, he does not speak to things according to where they appear to be, he speaks to things as though they are, the way they are supposed to be. And so the next few days, God's going to begin to prophesy, you're going to begin to hear him say things that don't sound like you. And he wants you to know he's gone from the future to now, and he's releasing to you who he sees you becoming. And he's going to begin to give you his word. The way that we become that person is we take his word, we hide it in our heart, we cherish his word, we remember it, and we let that word change us from the inside out. We allow his word to create space inside of us so that we can support who he says that we're going to be. He builds these structures. It's, it's called instruction. Internal structures inside of us with his word and he builds it foundation upon foundation so that we can carry the weight of his glory that he sees us carrying in the future. So what he does is, so he doesn't kill us, he comes from the future and brings us word by word by word. And when we cherish it and we hold it dear, it builds the foundations of, in our life until we become everything he said we would become. The Lord wants you to know that. You're going to hear some things and some things are going to happen and you're going to become, you're, that emerging person is going to begin to come out in the next few weeks. When he speaks to you, every time the Lord speaks, he's releasing to you your inheritance. He's telling you who you are. He's reminding you of you're a king's child, and this is what I say over you. Um, he's always, I love, anytime he speaks, he's given me something. He's given me a gift, an inheritance. I love that. Um, Philippians 1.6, you guys will know this scripture. Be confident of this, that he who began a good work in you 
Okay, finish it with me. Well, carried on to completion until the day of Jesus. Oh, I love it. He didn't just start this thing. He's going to carry it to completion. Amen? The prophetic words that he says over us are a reminder of who God says that we are. We don't need to partner with anything less than who he says that we are. So we're going to learn to really hear his voice, and we're going to be like the sheep Jesus said. They won't follow any other voice. They just know my voice. We're going to be those people. And um, I, my goal and my prayer for us as a church is that we get to a point to where we don't hear the lies of the enemy, where we don't hold conversations with him, where the self-hatred and the things that come out and the shame and the guilt, that language that we don't hear it anymore, but we begin to hear heaven's language. And we just devour it until we become everything he says. He says, you will be holy because I'm holy. This is how we do it. It's what we're listening to. What, what voices do we, do we entertain? So begin to prophesy and declare a new season for your family. It's not just, um, just here tonight. Go home and declare it over your family. If something, and, and if something looks like it's in opposition of what we just prayed, then you know you're on the right track and just pray even more into it. Lean into that thing that's opposition. It will make you stronger and it will prove God's faithfulness in the end. Testing comes because of the word. Trials, hardships, disappointments, they come because of the word. They prove the word of God in us. So lean into them. Don't back down. Amen? Just get that bulldog mentality. I'm not giving an inch. I declare this tonight. I don't care if everyone in my family just turns up sick tomorrow. I'm not saying that's going to happen. We say no to that. I'm just using that as a ridiculous example. I don't care if whatever happens, I'm leaning into your promises. I'm standing on your promises. This is true. That thing is a lie. And I'm not going to quit standing on this until the lie bows to your name. Amen? it's, It's a good night. It's a good season that we're in. Well... I think that's probably it for tonight. We'll do less than next week from how to be a happy intercessor. I think tonight we demonstrated how we how we're happy intercessors right there. That's how you do it. That's a you know hands on. This is how we intercede happily, right? Uh, well, Lord, we just ask that you would seal what you're doing. I ask that you would send your Holy Spirit and seal up what you've done tonight. We just say yes to you, Lord. A wholehearted yes. This is our Esther moment, guys. Who knows, but maybe we're born for this time.
You looking for a scripture, Matilda? Specific one? You know it in essence. You want to just say it? find it tell me we'll read it next time for sure he does where we're at and we don't a lot of times when we minister here we want to minister to individuals to families and we don't talk always a whole lot about the church but there's some really cool stuff going on in the church and i mean really cool stuff um testimonies encounters things going on in the service people i can't even explain we're on the edge of of uh of something unbelievable and so just keep doing what you're doing. Press into him. Say yes to him. Um, treasure hunt throughout the week when you're out in the city. Tell people that Jesus is in love with them and that he's absolutely thinking about them all the time, that he would do anything for them to know that. Um, just where, wherever you're at, just tell, tell people Jesus loves them, that God is real, he's alive, he's good. And why don't you say God is good? He's even better than we think he is, right? <laughs> He's better than we can even imagine. And I, I, we, we, we've told it, you know, probably ten times, but a um, prophet named Bobby Connor, um, one day he was talking to the Lord, and the Lord says, Bobby, I give you permission to exaggerate to the people my goodness. He's like, because you, you can't even scratch the surface, so have at it. Exaggerate how good I am, because I'm even better than that. Oh. So go in the goodness of the Lord. Take it with you and leak it everywhere you go. Yep. Well, we love you guys. Thank you for being here. You need anything specific, you need prayer. Um, we'll be here at the front as well. Um, be friendly and all that kind of good stuff. And uh, have a great rest of the week. Get uh, gas back.